Okay, folks, I kind of wonder, is the watch there to maybe see that Dino Babers gets fired continuing? Yeah, the slide continued. You know, what a way we started out. I mean, everybody had dreams of the Orange going to the Orange Bowl, and I mean, what, New Year's Six Bowl. Boy, that got dashed in a hurry. I kind of wonder. At right there in the fourth quarter of the Clemson game, did something happen to Syracuse mental-wise? And you know what? Another slide. Yes, we go down to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and the thing is I'm glad we didn't pick up any cigarettes going to Winston-Salem, but we go down there to play a pretty good Demon Deacons team and Sam Hartman who I know is going to be playing on Sundays in the future. And I mean, Wake Forest, they've got an explosive offense. It kind of shows that, hey, when uh, you don't have a lot of depth, boy, you get worn down. And I mean, this SU team doesn't seem to have a lot of depth, unlike a pool, you know. Apparently, we give up 45 points to the Demon Deacons. At least the offense did break out of its doldrums a little bit. LaKent Allen kind of shows he could be a worthy successor to T Sean Tucker if Tucker decides to go pro. And Tucker did finally break out of his doldrums. But still, another loss, the fifth in a row. And you got to wonder, with Boston College coming up, even if they did fall 44 to nothing to Notre Dame, in the Holy War, although I want to say it should be the Battle of the Catholics. BYU in Utah is the Holy War. Of course, Boston College, Notre Dame, only Catholic schools with major college football programs. I mean, nickname's a nickname, that's all I'll say. But getting back to it, Syracuse is now 6-5. and five. We keep going on the road to play in a bowl game against probably a Mac team. Hell, Little Caesars Pizza Bowl, anyone? Or Motor City Bowl or whatever? Or whatever it is in Detroit, which I'll get back to in a later bit. But I mean, is it another one that's going to be a nail in the coffin of Dino Babers? Slides like this get coaches fired. Hence... We went on a slide like this when Scott Schaefer was the coach, and guess what? He was out of a job. I mean, it all it pretty much started when we get, became bowl eligible. Did we kind of quit? What's going on here, Syracuse football? Let's hope you don't quit against Boston College this Saturday. Because, I mean, Boston College, you don't know what's going on. They're an enigma. They beat North Carolina State, but then going up against Notre Dame, they fall 44 to nothing and don't, don't look very good but falling to Notre Dame. Which Boston College team is going to show up this Saturday? Which Syracuse team is going to show up this Saturday? We'll see. The fire Dino Babers watch continues. I just want to see him win to end the season and see which bowl game we're going to. Is it the Fenway Bowl? Is it the Pinstripe Bowl? Is it the Bowl Bowl? That's what they created because, hey, we want all six win teams to be in a bowl game. That's what it should be, the Bowl Bowl. Well, I digress. 
We'll see what happens. And I go from talking about a sliding Syracuse team then a bu to a Buffalo team who finally got off the schneid after a couple of weeks. But then it took a big snowstorm to hit Western New York to do it. Heck, they couldn't play in Orchard Park because the lake effect gods and the wind gods were with the Bills. Yeah, 80 inches of snow fell on Orchard Park and Highmark Stadium. No wonder they had to go to Detroit to Ford Field to play against Cleveland. Yeah, but still, would have made what happened five years ago seem like a picnic. Remember when the Bills took on the Colts and the running games and LaShawn McCoy saved the day in overtime for the Bills? Well, they go to Ford Field and I'm just hoping Josh Allen could play better. As you know what? He's looked a lot like Gomer Pyle. Golly! What do I do with this ball? And you know what? For the first half, they did look like Gomer Pyle. And they made Jacoby Brissett, who's a journeyman in the NFL, look like Dan Marino. Of course, they have one of the top wide receivers in the game, Amari Cooper, playing for him. Of course, I mean, let's just say... Uh, it's just uh, Amari Cooper and Chubb, and I mean, that's pretty much it. Finally, in the second half, the Bills got going, but they relied too much on Bass. Yeah, I mean, he was on, thank God, six field goals. And Allen did perform a little better, although not his best. And the running game, which had been a sore spot for the Bills, finally got going. Yeah, both Singledary and Cook had some pretty good games for the Bills. And you know what? They want a more balanced offense. That's an encouraging sign going forward. As you know what? We went to Detroit to play that game because of the weather. And we got to go back to Detroit on Thanksgiving Day to play the Lions. Detroit and Dallas are the traditional Get games on a Thanksgiving Day. Of course, the NFL decided to add a third one because they wanted a game in prime time on Thanksgiving Day. Of course, a lot of people are going to be stuck with turkey, mashed potatoes and all that, and all of them are going to be going, you know, probably by the time the game's playing. But I digress. Way to get off the schneid, way to go Bass Allen, you still got a little bit to go. I wonder if you really are having elbow problems. Because, I mean, you didn't look like yourself. Maybe once or twice you looked like Gomer Pyle. But a win is a win. Now let's see if we can serve up some turkey buffalo style against Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. And, of course, looking ahead, we got our divisional opponents in three successive weeks coming up. Time to put it together, Buffalo, and show why we are now the prohibitive favorites to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Although the last two weeks, we haven't looked like it. I'm going to go from talking about the Bills to quickly talking about the Syracuse basketball team. One very impressive win against Northeastern in the Dome on Saturday. But last night, 
Boy, I mean, I started having flashbacks back to 1991. And a lot of SU fans from that era, including me, remember what happened when we played Richmond in the NCAA tournament. We are part of history. History we don't want. Yes, Richmond beat us in the NCAA tournament in 1991. And they became the first 15 seed to beat a number two seed. And I started having flashbacks the way that game pro progressed. But you know what? It went into overtime and sh Syracuse showed the depth they have coming out 74-71 over Richmond. But now we got old friends there in the Empire Classic Championship game. Yes, we play St. John's. And you know what? St. John's and Syracuse, that definitely stirs up a lot of old memories. The battles between Chris Mullen and, the, uh, and the, all the orange back then, Dwayne the Pearl Washington, the General Sherman Douglas, all the great battles there between Louis Carnesecca and Beheim there on the sideline. Although I have to say, Carnesecca is mostly a gentleman, but I digress. The last three times they played, St. John's has beaten us, including beating us by about 33 points six years ago. No wonder St. John's hasn't been on the schedule recently. But you know what? It's down in Brooklyn, and St. John's is in suburban New York City, in Jamaica. Wait a minute. Isn't that an island down in the Caribbean? I'm uh, thinking Calypso music or something or whatever. But you know what? They may have it on some streets in New York City, but you know what? S Syracuse is going to put out any Calypso music, hopefully. Let's beat the St. John's, and let's beat Bryant on Saturday in the Dome. And hopefully not too many people are going to be stuffed with turkey watching the Orange take on Bryant. Because, I mean, those Bryant got people are bulldogs, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, I'm going to talk a little about the big event that goes on that is pretty much the biggest sporting event in the world, literally, the World Cup. Every four years, the powers of soccer get together, and soccer is still the most popular sport in the world. And I mean, you got to admire it, and I mean, you got to respect it. Even I respect it. I'd like to see who's the b best power in soccer. I mean, let's just say the American men did qualify and they battled to a 1-1 draw against Wales. But there's a few things I kind of find about the host. Cotter is the, where they're holding the World Cup this year. It is one of the more progressive Arab nations on earth. And you've got to like the location. The little finger off of the Arabian Peninsula kind of thinks that it was formed by a Disney sound effect, like maybe Goofy squeezing on it or whatever. Er, oi! Oh, wait a minute. Got to go over to the Persian Gulf. Oi! Er, oh, whatever. But I mean, yeah, it occupies the finger in the Arabian Peninsula. Hopefully it's not the middle finger. Hmm. But I digress. Well, of course... Connor's like a lot of Arab nations. Got one thing I'm not going to talk about, but also 
Arab nations, all Muslim nations frown on the use of alcohol. In fact, alcohol's been banned at the World Cup this year. You gotta wonder, England's in it, and I mean English soccer fans are known for their hooliganism. You gotta wonder, are they gonna become teetotalers for the month the World Cup goes on? English people being teetotalers. There's a thought. Hmm. I wonder if we gotta have some tea. Yes, of course. We gotta play you yanks here on Friday. Let's hope, let's wonder if we're gonna be right. We can't have any there in the pub. But I digress. Maybe some fish and chips or maybe some bangers and mash might do. But I digress. Lastly, the basketball season's about to ramp up in the high schools around here. And I've got high hopes for the Waterloo girls team, led by Natalie DeSano, who just signed a scholarship to Central Michigan. You know what? I expect you girls again to maybe go all the way to the championship game, and I hope you can win it this year. You're a great bunch of girls, coached by a great coach, Mike Bree, assisted by Jose Caraballo and his wife Keisha. Even if she's gone to being Mrs. Swoop instead of Run DMC, she's still a good one. Let's go, Waterloo girls. And happy Thanksgiving from Kenny's Two Pennies. See you next week.